Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's time for the Double J's podcast. It's another great Wednesday here at St. John's. It's almost Thanksgiving. We hope everyone's doing well today. I'm Jackson Seymour, joined by Jacob Ibarra Garcia once again. And it's another great episode. We've got a fun episode for us, for you guys today, and a very exciting episode. We're going to talk about some conspiracies that we both have uh, feelings about and others that are just uh, developing in the world today. Jake, you got a couple of conspiracies that you got a lot of opinions about? Oh, I have plenty of opinions on some of them. All right, all right. Let's get into it. Uh, first, I, I first want to talk about the new, the new one that's been transpiring over the last month or so. For those of you that don't know, the uh, Houston Astros have been accused of stealing signs with cameras using technology during, during the World Series and during other games as well. Now, it's become a very big thing. MLB is conducting a very thorough and very serious investigation about this. And stars such as Carlos Beltran, the newly formed manager of the Mets, who I believe will step down, air quotes, has admitted that they did do that. Now, when I first heard about this, I was like, I thought it was just them stealing signs in terms of they were picking up what um, the Nats were doing, what, what, um, what the Dodgers were doing back in the World Series in 2017. I just thought it was them just being smart and picking up signs. But no, they were using a camera in center field to get pitches to, to allow people to know what was coming. Now, for those of you uh, following this, there's a, a YouTuber who does a breakdown of baseball uh, videos. His name is... Uh, John Boy or Mom Boy or something like that. He does a breakdown and he released a video a week ago about how he noticed when you heard a loud metallic bang two times, a changeup was thrown. And he broke it down about how if there was a fastball thrown, a curveball thrown, you didn't hear it. But if you heard two metallic bangs, it was a changeup. And he's the t- he he's able to like read lips when he does these videos. He breaks down conversations and dialogues, and he broke down this very suspicious at bat that Evan Gaddis had when he was a member of the Astros. And so it's made MLB suspicious about the fact of how long they've been doing this and like how right it is. When I first heard it, I thought it was a little ingenious because I thought, why hasn't people thought about this before? which they probably have, but this is probably the first time it's really made attention in the news. And also, I think it, I, like, I'm also thinking, does this hurt the game? Does, does this hurt the Astros and their winning? Does it bring shame to, you know, their World Series win? These are all questions that we're going to find out eventually. And Jake, do you think it's a, it's a possibility that their title gets vacated? Okay, so let's, let me just start from the beginning. So, yes, this is... This, this is an early investigation right now, and but mostly it's focused on whether or not they were cheating against mostly the Yankees, because that's when it mostly came up that that they were using the cameras against the Yankees. Because and some people actually pointed out that all the games that were played in 2017 between the Astros and the Yankees, every time it was a Yankee Stadium, the Yankees would blow out the Astros, but every time it was back home in Houston, it was always a one-run game. It was or, close. It was always very close. And always depended on the last few innings. Like any, anything from the sixth inning and, and after, like, it was where the Ashes were able to, to capture, capture and win the game. So that's what people also are starting to notice. And, but now to answer your question about the investi- like what, what happens after the investigation. So if the Astros are found guilty of this, 
I think more than likely nothing will happen. Maybe the worst thing will ever, that will happen is that it'll be like the NCAA vacating it. But I don't think we've ever seen in pro sports that a team gets vacated a championship. Not even, yeah. not even the corrupt White Sox. Yeah, you're right. They, they, they're they, they, they're they, still they, credited as winning the 1919 Worlds. No, no, they're still credited as... as winning. Well, they lost. They lost, but they easily could have won. Right, they could have won, and if they won, would maybe maybe if they won, we could now have some precedent. On what I should to do. say the Cincinnati Reds are still credited for the nineteen nineteen World Series. They're still yeah. credited for that. But, but luckily, they weren't the cheaters. Yeah, they weren't. But if the White Sox were the cheaters, maybe, and if they were stripped of a championship, maybe we'll have some precedent on what to do with the Astros if found guilty. Now, I just think that nothing is going to happen to this, and that. It's really a hard. It's going to be really hard to find, to prove that they were cheating in the postseason, just because you're going to need you know testimony and how many people. And of course, Carlos Beltran can say that it was happening, but we also don't know how much Carlos Beltran knew. Yeah, we don't know how much any of the players knew. No. Most this is going to be a thing from the front office. Yeah, and then like, if you remember, there was that whole thing with the Astros and the Cardinals a couple years ago with the email hacks. Yeah, yeah I remember and, that. And like the. What was it? The uh, like the farm league stuff. Like a lot of yeah, weird, the, a lot of weird news have been happening with the Astros in the last ten yeah, the, years. The Cardinals got in trouble for that, right? I think so. Yeah. Right. They, they, so, but the Astros were involved with it, which is you know, which is another thing. No, this isn't the first time like using technology like live in the game has come up because last year in the NLCS when the Dodgers were playing the Brewers, it uh, came the, up. Yeah, the the Brewers were actually complaining that people. The, for the Dodgers coming up to bat, especially Manny Machado, before he when it's when he was still in the dugout, when he was actually watching, going inside the dugout and watching film of the game live. Now, people were speculating. The, the Brewers were speculating that he's actually trying to steal the signs live in the game, and but you know his defense was that I'm actually just watching my tape on how I can improve for the next at bat. I think right. a, I think a couple other players were actually part of that, but there was it never really went anything after besides like that one accusation with against the Dodgers of whether they were they were actually cheating to steal signs live during the game or just to or just to watch themselves for the next at before the next at bat. Yeah. Also, but they were watching themselves live the, during the live. They were watching themselves live during the game on the actual channel. So we, it's it's different than if the the Astros actually installed their own camera to spy on other teams. Yeah. I wonder going forward, too, like how this affects the game. Because, like, everybody during the steroid era, every time someone hit, like, a ball that was 450 feet, 500 feet, they always said, oh, that guy's on steroids. Even to this day, if someone hits a ball 500 feet, there's that little there's that little suspicion about whether he's juicing or not. Like Stanton and, and Judge. Yeah. So na- so what happens going forward if a team, like, like what if the Twins hit 350 home runs or something like that in the next couple of years? Or like, or, like, as a team, they're hitting, what, 335? Yeah, exactly. So what happens then, you know? Are they all just really good hitters and they've improved themselves? Or are they getting cheat sheets from, you know, live video feed? So it, it's, it's, it's very, it's very... It's going to be a weird spot moving forward in terms of, like, the game, you know? This could be, like, a one-time thing or, like, a one-time huge deal going forward. I hope it is that because I don't want, you know, this great game to be tarnished anymore than it is with this this very hard thing to believe. Moving on. So, Jake, you have a couple conspiracies that, like, you personally believe 
that you that you want to tell people. Yeah. Well, I, what's I, what's what's like your big one? The one the ones that are like famous out there, or the ones that I came up with on my own. You, uh, do, like, do the no. ones that you made. Let's do the ones you made up first. Okay. okay well. Okay. I didn't. Okay. Well, first of all, or like I, you you like put more yeah, effort. Yeah. In okay. Thinking. Yeah. Disclaimer. I didn't make it up more than likely because, you know, I'm pretty sure other people have thought of this too. You just heard about it and you said, no, I think that's no, very true. Yeah, no, actually, this, this is the one I'm about to mention right now. It's just me thinking. Like, for okay. some reason, for some reason, I had this thought and then I started, and I started trying to speculate and then I started trying to, like, reason about it. And you know what? It kind of makes sense. What's that? Okay. You ready? Yes. I'm about to, I'm about to bring some knowledge and truth to this. I, I, I encourage you to. Right. I encourage you to. Right. This is so much truth that I'm like, I might have to be, you know, I have to might hide from certain people. I might actually have to <laughs> go into hiding. Hide from the government. I might need some witness protection. WP. All right. So here it is. Sugar. Sugar. Yes. Sugar is okay. a form of cocaine. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. now let's, let, let's. Let's talk it's, this it's out. Talk, let, me, let, let me break it down. Let me let me let me educate everybody. So the so the thing that's in like ninety five percent of products nowadays yeah. is 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 cocaine. Okay, let's yeah. go. Okay, let me tell you what. First of all, both look the same according well, according to a lot of movies yes. and documentaries. Sugar, yeah, yeah. According sugar to movies, co- TV shows, and and you know, you know if you have if you just look at sugar, they're both white powdery powder. sub- substances. Yep. Okay. Now, the effects of cocaine are that they're supposed to give you this type of high, but like it's more like a rush. They give you a lot of, they make you very energetic. Mm-hmm. It's an upper. It's, it's yeah, yes, exactly. It's very uplifting. Yes, and it's not supposed to last like an entire day or like for like a, an incredible amount of time. It should last a few hours. Yeah, just like if yeah. you drink a soda, you know, you'll probably be up all night. Yeah. You know. Now, sugar has similar effects to that where if you can take a certain amount of sugar what do you what's gonna what's gonna happen you're gonna perk up a little bit exactly you know, you're, gonna you, perk, you're gonna you're gonna what people call the sugar rush yeah you put it in your you, coffee you have you're gonna have energy, like, like when you have when you people, kids eat candy eat, eat sweets they they have this sugar rush and it lasts for a few hours but also both what must what goes up must come down you crash pretty hard with both of them to the mm-hmm. point where you're you feel like you have no energy mm-hmm. with sugar in some cases especially with kids they feel sleepy yeah people, like people like people who like are on the when the effects of cocaine are wearing off you know they they feel like they have no energy or just you know feel dull okay so so that's one that's one thing to look at like okay and you so the fact that they look the same had the same effects they even come in similar packaging. <laughs> yeah, sweet and low. Yeah, like, like, like sweet and low, low wrapper. Like, like sweet and low. Like a, like a, sweet and low pack. Like a Splenda. Like they, Splenda. It, like, you know, like when you see in these movies where like when, some, when someone brings a little cocaine to the party, it comes in this little, this little plastic baggie enough for like, for like people to just like do it one except, time. Except in Starsky and Hutch where it's in like that huge ass bag. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's where, I'm, that's, like, where I'm, you know, that's where I'm getting it. Artificial sweetener. Yeah, hold on. That's where I'm getting it. Like, so yes, the, so yes, artificial sugar and sugar they come in these small packages in, enough for like just a little bit, and then we have big old big old cases of it of sugar that you can just get at the supermarket, yep. and that I'm sorry, but like just because it's standing up and it has a nice label on it, doesn't change the fact that if you just you know put it make it fall to the side, it looks like a kilo. Yeah. So 
And wasn't it? Wasn't there at one point cocaine was considered to be a medicine? Co- you know, or like everybody yeah. was on it? Yeah. You know, back when it was back, discovered. Back, back then, back back in like probably over a hundred years ago, cocaine was in Coca Cola. Yeah. Co- cocaine was. That's how it got it's, its name. Co- ah. Co- cocaine and certain other certain other drugs were considered medicine. Alcohol was considered medicine. Cigarettes were considered to be a relaxing stimuli. Yeah. Exactly, and you know, there. I remember like. A lot of scientific studies, quote unquote, mm-hmm. said that you know cigarettes are per- perfectly harmless. Yep. Yeah, look, look how that turned out. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. I see what so, you're saying. So basically, what I'm trying to get at is that there ha- there is a small percentage of cocaine in sugar. I okay. Or at least they both come. They come from the same cloth. Oh, oh, that's a, that's an interesting way yeah. to put it. Yeah. I see you. Yeah, like, so basically, so you know, like. It's not. It's not the most ridiculous. No, idea. it's not. I see. I see it, the point. Now, you're now if, co- if cocaine looked, you know, like, if it looked like an eggplant, and I'm saying that sugar is, if sugar is basically cocaine, well, that's that's a little far fetched. Yeah, I but it's, it's not. It doesn't help the fact that they like have the same effects and they look the same. I see what you're saying. So you know, like, who knows? Maybe there, maybe there are like, those artificial sugar companies that are just actually they're they're actually distributing cocaine. Who a knows? It's a residue. You know. Who knows? Maybe Splenda is actually just. Is actually you know a product that because is is now really popular because people like Pablo Escobar. Mm, okay. Who knows? Who knows? Now, are there any conspiracy theories that are like famous that you want to like touch on? Oh like, yes. Okay. All right. So there is there there are a lot of famous conspiracy theories out there. Yeah. The you know, most, Area Fifty One, the moon landing. Uh, yeah, and they are like or the, or the you know or the government always yeah. behind something. Yeah, they're always you know, watching. Half, yeah, you know half. Well, that's actually true, actually. Yeah. Now, there is one that I will take to my grave believing it is true, and I really kind of hope it's true. What? The moon landing. The moon landing. Okay. Yes. So now let me let me explain. 1969. Yes. Let me now let me explain the moon landing conspiracy theory. For then I'll tell you why I believe it's true. So okay. so yes, we landed on the moon in 1969. Twelve years earlier, the Russians put Sputnik in they, 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 in this, space. Yes. That was the first yes. ever spacecraft to go up into space and actually travel. Exactly. So that's twelve years later. We're we're on the moon. Yes, and remember, we were behind the Russians in the space race. Yeah, that's and that was it was also story. it was also symbolic because we don't want to lose to communism. Nope. They're the big they're the biggest country of that 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 is a communist country, even though they're also an authoritarian they're also an authoritarian dictatorship. Yeah. And we are a capitalist free country, and we can and as America, we were not supposed to lose to the communists, especially also because you know also the Vietnam War. Yeah. But but the Russians were ahead. So of course we're playing catch up. We're at, we, then we've had to put up our satellite, but we're also ambitious because what did JFK say at the, when, in his beginning of his presidency? We're gonna put a man on the moon. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't get to live to see that the U.S. got to put but a man he, on the moon. But he was right. But yeah, he said. But he said by the end of the decade, we're gonna put a man on the moon. Literally, the and last year. Exactly at the last year, of the sixties. But not even basically two years before that, nineteen sixty-seven. We couldn't even get a rocket past at the atmosphere. Yep. Okay. And like that, a lot of things went wrong. And so, I feel like too. What one thing state one thing you should add in there? It's not like we're today where if something wasn't or if something wasn't good two years ago, that like you know two years you, later it, it. Could, it, it it could be possible. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays we go from something being practically almost not possible to possible. And remember, like ba- we barely had computers. Yeah, but back in the '60s, if you were, like if you were to say like you know, 
like a, a car that an electric car, you know, they would be like, oh, that's never going to happen. Right. And, like, also, and also, let's also think of the technology to, like, to keep these, these astronauts alive. Yeah, all the technology. Like, like we were going on a hunch. Yeah. But of course, there's a lot of science. We had to do a lot of science to, to make sure that it was correct. But um, anybody, but yeah, so there, besides all this science that we had to know that we were correct, like, it's still like, it was still, still a big, big if. Big. There, there, there could have been, there's such a huge risk that we could not actually do this. And there was a big gap. There was yeah. like, there was a big gap that we filled in a matter but, of two years. But also just imagine, imagine being wrong about like the technology to, for these astronauts to be in space. Okay. Okay. So, to, but, but, but okay. Now I'm going to get to the other points of like why I think it's. Do you wait? Do you, first of all, before we get into that, do you believe. We've we, landed on the moon. We've landed on oh, the moon. Oh, no, I believe we've landed on the moon. Do you believe that we've done but that not, in the 20th century? Yeah, 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 I believe that. Okay. But I just don't believe it happened on the day we said it first happened with Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. And okay. Georgia. I don't believe that 100%. And I'm not trying to, like, say that they're, like, they're American traders or anything. I'm just No, just, no, no. You I'm just, just like, we were, trying to, we were trying to beat the Soviet Union. Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> I think it was a manufactured moon landing that was directed by the greatest film director of all time, Stan- oh. Stanley Kubrick. Oh, okay. Especially because 1968, a new movie dropped that actually was based, took place in space and was such a cinematic masterpiece that no one had the vision to put that on screen, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Oh, okay. That came out before the moon landing. Before, like, the special effects are, like, you can get a wire or, like, just make a set look like a big old rock and, like, a bunch of, like, th- glowing yeah, things yeah. in space. But the way he made space look, look it looked look, amazing. It looked good. It looked like those special effects still hold up to today. Yeah. And that's phenomenal. It's like when The Martian came out a couple years ago, Matt Damon, Mars looked great in that set. That set looked really good for Mars. You know, like, and they've only gotten pictures from Mars right. with the with the rover. Okay. No. So, oh, I'm, okay. So here. When do you think we landed on the moon? Oh, that do doesn't you, really matter to me. Do you think? But when do you think? Like, we have, we really did it? Seventies, eighties? Probably eighties. Eighties. Probably eighties. I would I wouldn't be surprised in seventies, but but my thing is that focusing on the act, the first time we said we did it, I personally don't believe it, especially because. Okay, Stanley Kubrick. Greatest director ever. Yeah. Just greatest. He's never made a bad movie. <laughs> he just never has. Okay. He he very very philosophical and thought provoking with all his movies. So people s- speculate that he used his movie The Shining to tell the whole world that he faked the moon landing. Oh. And now the, I need the, to see The Shining. The, the, yeah. So watch The Shining, and then there's a documentary about it. About people speculating what the movie is supposed to be about. Okay. Then, you know, of course, that it, there's certain themes to the movie, probably. And it's based on, on uh, Stephen King's novel, The Shining, which he did not like. The, he did not like the movie at all. He hated it because it was very... The, theme, the central themes of the, of the movie are pretty far removed from the book. So mm-hmm. Stanley Kubrick kind of like put his own personal flavor on this movie. But in a way that is like, you cannot tell that it was that it was heavily influenced by, by the book. Like, the, a lot of major details were lost. Okay. So, 
so this so this is where watching the documentary and watching the movie made me think that this was Stanley Kubrick's uh, very, on on like untitled piece very landing very plausible so, very plausible so so here we go the the main room in, in the shining it is remember the shining is takes place in a hotel there's a haunted mm-hmm. room the room is 237 for a long time like based for basic you know information in elementary school the the distance that the that the earth is from the moon was believed to be 237,000 miles Okay. And it's kind of, and I'm like, is it is it really that coincidental that the room was two thirty seven? Yeah. Okay, but now we find it's like it's like more like two hundred thirty eight thousand or like it's farther than two hundred thirty seven thousand. But yeah, for little little hints. Yeah, little but hints. but for the longest time it was we we would say in like in school that it was two hundred thirty seven thousand miles. Yeah. So okay, like you're 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 planting a seed. I see. The, the pattern in the hotel, if you see like the the patterns of the carpets. It, um, the pattern of the carpet is actually the pattern of NASA. It's, it's, it looks, it looks it's, very it's, similar. It's very it looks, similar. It's, to too, it's too similar to the actual pattern of NASA headquarters. Okay. In Florida. Or no, Houston. I don't remember where. NASA headquarters. Yeah, NASA headquarters. Yeah. So, like, okay. Like, that's pretty telling. Like, that's kind of, that's kind of freaky. The, one of the main characters in the movie, uh, Danny, he's the little boy. Mm-hmm. You know, as he's playing, as he's playing on the carpet with his toys, and he just stands up slowly. He's wearing the Apollo Eleven sweater. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like I get, it's also a big monumental thing in history where a lot of kids, when they saw it, of course they wanted to be astronauts and go into space. Who, who wouldn't? Who but, wouldn't? but also at the same time, like, okay, you put on a kid, it's the Apollo Eleven rocket on a on a carpet on a carpet that's patterned almost like NASA. Okay, whatever. That's not. Yep. That's nothing. <laughs> and then some people believe that in the dialogue, like when Jack Nicholson's character goes crazy about like a a job that he has to fulfill and taking care of the hotel, that it's it's subtext for Stanley Kubrick being that it's eating him alive that he he did the probably the biggest uh, con job in American history, which is fool the American public, on be- making people believe that we landed on the moon, even though. It was him directing it. Yeah. Now, the actual moon landing footage. When, when, the, famous <laughs> actually, the famous quote. No, not even not the quote. That's not where people are looking at. The, no, I'm people just People are actually looking know. about the lighting. The lighting? Oh. Like, how come there's a certain light from one angle, but the sun is in a different direction? Yeah. How come then, how come you, why do we see the flag move like there's wind? Well, it's, you know, there could be wind. There very in well space? Could be wind. You know, you don't know. There is no wind in space. Well, they've no, people have confirmed that there's no wind in space. All right, all right. So, hey, come on, come on, Jack, come on, Jack. Got to, got to think here. I, I, why, why is it moving when there's no wind in space? Everything's zero gravity. If it, it would have just stayed still. Okay, okay. So why I don't. Is it, I mean, I don't, it, I don't know if I completely agree with that, but you know, I, I see what you're saying. And well, it's been proven that there is actually no wind in space. All right, all right. It's just. You know, like, there's just no gravity, but... Anyways, that's not the point. The point is, like, why is it that it looks like it's moving in the wind when that wouldn't happen on the moon? Yeah. How is that there's certain lighting just doesn't add up with the sun? Okay. And, um, like... And, well, this is just them probably training a lot. That, like, how is it that someone just has a camera with all that astronaut gear that they were supposed to be wearing? Yeah. 
But like, oh, I just figured, I figured that okay, that part is like okay, they, they're just so, they're just training. So here's the question then: Did we did we beat I'm sorry. did we beat the the Russians to uh to to the moon? Um, yeah, I think we I think we did. Oh, also, when you when you learn about when you learn the fact that that um when you learn about that the Russian the Soviet Union lied. They lied about all the all the disco- all the data that almost all the data that they were making about about the space race. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like all, most of the projects that like where they where they landed on the moon and or like their their first times like encounters with space like yeah the Soviet Union lied. All right. All right. They fabricated most of their data. Yeah. Okay. So why wouldn't the U.S. be able to do the same thing? That's very true. Very true. All right. Let's move on a little bit. Unless you got you got any more conspiracies that you wanna get, give some light, uh, give what, some light on. What other conspiracy theories? Is Stevie Wonder blind? No, nah, that's just cruel. I. That's just cruel. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's kind of you can make a joke about him, like you know, like I always make jokes, like man, it's like something so obviously you can so obviously to see that you know Stevie Wonder can see it, but doesn't mean doesn't mean I believe he can see. He can see with his soul. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean, but okay. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, what's that's a good one? There, there's some other good ones out there that, uh, that some I just believe are kind of ridiculous too. I feel like Michael Jordan retiring the first time was a little ridiculous because he's he's like I lost the feel for the game. Yeah, I understand. And I'm like, I'm like I don't I don't completely agree with that. You know, there was that whole gambling thing with his dad, and and then that led to his dad. I feel like he stepped down because of the gambling thing because he came back a season later. And then yeah, went, remember when he came back? Baseball was in a lockout now. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I just feel like th- there was there was a lot of fishiness to uh, what was going on with that. So, what in regards to gambling forced him to retire? You know, I don't know because it, it, exactly. def- it so definitely it so definitely so didn't say like no, he, oh, def- gambling and then retires. Like, no, so it definitely. What about gambling? It def- no, I I I want to say he bet on himself. Or, or, like, he was involved with people that were like, yo, you got to drop 50 tonight, or you got to do this or do that. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know fully what, what I would say about it, because obviously he didn't tank, you know, three in a row, and then, obviously, and then somehow he leaves. So he didn't tank, but I definitely he, think he got mixed up with some people, and that forced him to retire, that forced him to lay low for the first time. And then he was able to come back, be, because for whatever reasons. And I know that's a big one, and then... And then, uh, you know, there's also, what other sports conspiracies are there? There's the fact that, you know, Bobby Thompson, the, the historic, the Giants win the pennant. There's oh, the yeah, fact yeah. that he the shot, knew. The shot around the world. Yeah, the shot around the world, the world, that he knew the pitch that was coming. Apparently people speculate that Derek Jeter knew the pitch that was coming for his 3,000th hit. Where I don't think stuff like that is possible, like, is, is real, you know. I, although I don't like Derek Jeter, I think that his 3,000th hit was authentic. Same thing with Bobby Thompson. Very, it was very authentic. I don't think there was anything about that. But I do want to talk about something. So, ACDC fans out there, are you an ACDC fan at all, Jake? A yeah, little bit? sure, why not? Well, you know, their, you know some of their songs, right? Yeah, for sure. All right. Favorite song is War Machine. War Machine. So, when Bon Scott passed away in early 1980, they were getting, they were getting ready to record Back in Black, which they dedicated to Bon. Now, Back in Black went on to sell like 25 million copies worldwide to this day. It went double it went double diamond in the United States. And it's one of the greatest selling albums and 
one of the greatest selling rock albums of all time. Like it's it's very quintessential. It's very quintessential music record. So how do you go from basically like they went from like basically like they they went from six straight great albums including Back in Black and then the next albums after that weren't very good. Now you the cons- here's the conspiracy part. The conspiracy is that is that most people think that Bon Scott wrote Back in Black like the album and then the rest of ACDC like took took his notebook and then didn't give it back to his family. They claim that they did, but I'm over here thinking like maybe they didn't. Maybe they recorded the songs and then they put that album out there because the albums following that didn't do very well. They did well, they just didn't do as well as Back in Black or any of their previous five albums. They didn't really get back on the horse fully until like when Thunderstruck and The Razor's Edge was released in 1990. So that's 10 years later of albums that don't even compare to Back in Black, that don't compare to like Highway to Hell. So I I think there's something there. There's a little suspicion there that they might have taken Bond's like lyrics and recorded them. Now, it's not I don't think it's like a bad thing or like a tragic thing. But I, 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 there's something there. Like, right? Doesn't it seem a little odd that, like, you know, they they go from like a 22 million out, they they lose their front man, which is the hardest thing to do in music. Probably is when you get a new front man. Like, think about it. How many times has, how many times when you've like, like basically replaced a front man for whatever reason, has it worked out right away? There haven't been too many. Maybe Van Halen. It's, it's very. It's an outlier. It's it's it, Van Halen's an outlier, but just because it, most of the time it's such a drastic change in its yeah. style. But like you, you know, there's it doesn't happen very often just because it's the voice of the ba- of the of the sound. It's not like you could, ch- could change a guitarist or a drummer. It's the it's the voice, you know. So like, how many times in music history you change the voice of a band, and then they the next album sells so much, so many albums more than any. They, Back in Black did any did better than any other album before that, and it's like so to me, it's a, it's a tad suspicious, you know, it's a tad suspicious. So if you want to say how come a few a few of the next albums were not that good, I mean I'm not gonna say that oh because this is because this is the reason why, but. I'll point out the fact that, remember, music changed in the 80s. No, I know, I know. No, right, right, but like, no, no. Don't, you don't have to tell me that. No, 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 hold I also mean, even rock. Yeah. The rock went from hard rock from the 70s. And, of course, you know, it, 1980 will still be counted technically as the 70s because every decade ends, the decade's actual end is the actual, like, zero. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's really, like, that's still part of the 70s hard rock era. 80s... Was took a focus on glam, yeah, <laughs> glam metal, and yeah. so it's really a, a such a from it's a it's a big change in a way from ACDC to maybe like a Motley Crue, a Guns N' Roses, a Bon Jovi. So the the sound change and the, the appeal for a certain rock band changed. Yeah, that's that's what I'll that's what I'll say. Like maybe ACDC didn't have too much success in the eighties compared to the seventies. Doesn't say it doesn't make that their work was any just that much worse. And also, remember how many albums did they have before? Before Back in what? How many? Five. Five. You could get burnt out. You know, I know. Yeah, I know. So, so I mean, so, you know, sometimes you know, so, sometimes your some of your favorite artists just you know, lack like a little, like a little motivation, like a little creativity. You know, a little, kind of stuck on certain works. 
and it took it took him a while to get to finally you know get that edge back. All right, all I, that, right. that's that's what I'll say. Like, maybe they didn't have success yeah. for they didn't have the the back in black success yeah. until until when. All right, all right. Well, sticking with the music conspiracies, I'll just roll through a few, and you yeah. tell me a couple sentences of what you believe. Right. Uh, uh, first of all, did did Elvis die when he did? Is he still alive? Okay, so <laughs> I think Elvis did die, but the the conspiracy theory was that like the actual Elvis didn't die, and he actually died like a couple years ago as an old man. Yeah, do you believe uh, he died a couple yeah, years I ago? Di- I believe. No, I don't. I don't believe he died a couple years ago. I actually believe he died. You believe you believe he died when he died. Yes, I do. All right, all right. Uh, Biggie, Tupac. What about him? Did they die? Like you know, like okay, people okay, say that okay, like both okay. of them went off to like a, an island. Oh, and Cuba? No. Not was it Cuba? Yeah, people said Cuba. People said Cuba. Because, yeah. like, you know, there's okay. still... There's well, it's, still it's, it's, more, it's more Tupac than, than Biggie. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's, people more, want to believe more that Tupac is alive than, than Biggie. But isn't that, like, wasn't that, like, a, a theory Okay, well, still the, alive? The, okay, the, yeah, the conspiracy theory still goes on that Tupac is alive, and you know, people are actually taking pictures of Tupac. Um, eh, I think he died. You do? I do. No, the, uh, the other theories that are mostly, like, who wanted him dead. Oh. Those are the theories that are actually more interesting. Like, or did... Or, or did uh, did Diddy have a... Uh, P. Diddy. Yeah, did Diddy... No, just Diddy. Just, just, oh, just he's, Diddy. He's just Sorry. Diddy, now. Just Diddy. Uh, did Diddy have uh, have Biggie killed? Mm. Those are some interesting conspiracy theories. Or, so, I mean, I believe the guy who killed... I believe Tupac is dead. Yeah. Now, I believe... I, I, what I believe is that the guy who killed Tupac was the guy he saw in the MGM Grand Lobby and pieced up. Oh, Cause, okay. Because remember, before before he goes out to the strip with Suge, he got in a fight. Yeah. Came out of the Mike Tyson fight, saw some saw some guys from a rival gang. They got into it, and allegedly one of those guys from the rival gang stole, beat up one of Tupac's friends, and snatched his chain. Mm. So it's retaliation. Okay. And I, I, I still believe that the guy, they, they wanted more retaliation against Tupac. And, Interesting. And the, the guy who allegedly who Tupac beat up in, in the lobby, uh, allegedly, word around the street was that for a while before he, before he was uh, killed, in a, in a, I think it was a hit. I think it was a hit and run, or a, okay. or a drive by. That guy was bragging to his, to his streets that uh, that he killed Tupac. Okay. And, okay. and it was buried. And so I think I think I'm not too sure because I remember watching a documentary about who killed Tupac. And Biggie, that mm. they actually uncovered that uh, he had, you know, on his property at the time when pe- people were investigating him for like his, I think for his death, that he, he had a gun, that would have matched that matched the bullet that would have matched the bullets that the type of bullets that were that hit Tupac. Mm. Okay, okay. So. When we, we were talking earlier about, um, actually, you know, I'm gonna rattle off a couple more and then I'll get into my personal yeah. conspiracy theory that I just yeah. recently configured. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is one we talked about. Uh, we've we've talked about before the uh, the Lakers, the Lakers Queens, the Kings, the, the Lakers Queens. Let's talk about Queens. Uh, the uh, the Lakers Queens conspiracy oh, that the Western in, Conference in Finals. the O2 fi- Western Conference Finals. Was it Game Six or Seven? I think it was Six. Six, where, where that the referees rigged rigged the game for the Lakers to win with the, with all the foul calls against against the Sacramento Kings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, because it turns out that the... So you, you don't agree with that? No, especially t- because it turns out that... Are you uh, biased because you're a Lakers fan? I might be. 
But also, oh, yeah. a lot of people are biased because they're Laker haters. That's true. That's very true. There are a lot of Laker haters out a lot there. A lot of, lot of Kobe haters. Kobe and Shaq haters, too. Okay, okay. We can remember, you know, Kobe and Shaq were, the, were like, the guys. But yeah. anyways, like, I don't believe it, especially because when, if you, if you actually look at the numbers at the end of the game, the Kings had more foul calls, and the Lakers had more foul calls than the Kings mm. in that game. And the following game, just, I think, actually, also, the, again, the Lakers had more fouls than the Kings in okay. game seven. So, like. I don't believe it at all just because it's kind of, it's it's a little too far fetched. It's too far fetched and it's too convenient for people to say, "Oh, of course, oh, of course the NBA won or the Lakers in the finals." Yeah. Like I mean, do, financially does does the NBA want the Lakers in the finals? Absolutely. They were in the finals 2 years before that too, so. Yeah, so it, they might have liked where it was going. Yeah, but I mean I mean it's just it's just too convenient to say, "Oh, because the Lakers were trailing and made a comeback. Oh, it was it was rigged. I mean, it was also you know the Kings could have just also scored more. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. All right, I'm gonna get into one to the one that I recently just thought of when I was look when I was looking this up. Okay. So Mike Trout wins the MVP this year, right? So he's he's every year for his career except for one, which is like three years ago. He's finished either the MVP or in second place. Yeah. He's won three MVPs. I think he's finished second like four times and then the one other time he was number he was fourth. So, I feel like him either him being considered for the MVP has become somewhat suspicious about the fact about the fact that like some years he's putting up numbers that like are great numbers, but they're not MVP numbers for any other person, you know? Like one year he put up 3379 batted 285 to two, 290 maybe his OBP was great and he he didn't he got like maybe 150 hits that's great numbers but they're not MVP numbers and I think he almost won the MVP with those numbers so I'm starting to see this pattern about the fact that maybe Mike Trout being considered for the MVP has become somewhat of a like a a thing that they have to do in order to like force something to happen like to to emphasize how well that other player played if they beat Mike Trout for the MVP. I, he, he's a phenomenal player. He's going. He's already in the Hall of Fame in my book, but there's there's a little bit suspicion there because you know he he won the MVP this year, but like there were a couple. There was that one year I didn't think he should have gotten the MVP and he won it, and then there was one year where he didn't win it where I thought oh for sure he's gonna win it, like you know. But he seems to always be in that conversation and it's starting to become a thing where, well, does, is this guy deserving of the MVP or is it just like we need to put him there? Just because, you know, it's it's a little weird, because some guys this year like they weren't even considered for the MVP. Like Ketel Marte, thirty-two home runs, ninety-two RBIs. He hit like three twenty. He, you know, he stole some bases. He had like I think he had like almost two hundred hits. He he was like twentieth. Like how is he like twentieth? Like compared to someone who's like higher up on the list. Like to me, it's just getting a little, it's getting a little weird. With this. You see the favoritism. Yeah, you see the favoritism. So it's it's starting to get a little weird, in my opinion. And we'll see what happens going forward with it. Like, it's it's becoming interesting to watch, too. And then, like, also, too, Derek Jeter is up for the Hall of Fame this year. I think he's going to get 100% in the voting. And why wouldn't he? He's never been speculated of anything. He's got over... He's got, like, he's sixth all-time in hits, five rings... And, like, I'm over here, like, well, we never thought we'd see a 100% vote 
and Mariano Rivera got the first one, and now Derek Jeter's going to get the second one. And it's like, how come guys like Ken Griffey Jr. didn't get 100%? I know he doesn't have a ring, but he was never speculated of steroids, over 2,700 hits, 630 home runs. Like, it's just, to me, it's a little, it's a little stupid. Not stupid, it's a little unfair that the first, the first 100% um, votes, the hundred first first person to get 100% of the votes is going to be the f- two Yankees. You know, why not? Why wasn't Babe Ruth? Why didn't he get 100%? Because there was that always that notion that no one deserves 100% of the votes. But yet here we are. We're about to have two, you know, like anyone that doesn't vote for Jeter, the hall going to the Hall of Fame is just stupid. You know, I'll say that I don't I hate Jeter as a player. And I kind of hate him as an executive right now just because I don't want the Marlins to win. But, you know, he, sh- he doesn't, like, he shouldn't be getting 100%. And then the next thing you know, we have, like, every other year, someone gets 100% of the votes. Like, five, ten years from now, we're going to have, the, like, we'll probably have, like, four or five people that got 100% because they, they people think, oh, they deserved it, you know? Like, I, I just don't think it's, it's a little, it's kind of fair, like, you know, and it's become a thing where it's like, why, why are they getting 100? Why haven't other people gotten 100, you know? And I think it's going to be like a very discussed topic in the future. I think it's, it's going to start brewing a little bit. Mark my words on that. I mean, that's just, I think it's fair that Mariano Rivera got 100%. And it's, yeah, you can say and that. it's more than totally fair that Derek Jeter deserves 100%. Okay. No, but yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. deserves one hundred percent. He he totally deserves one hundred percent. He got a ninety nine. Yeah, it, it's not. That's not really a conspiracy theory on the notion. I don't know. I think it's going to become one. It's not, but it's not. That all that like only Yankee players are going to get one hundred percent. Okay, that's votes. a conspiracy theory. Yeah, only okay. Yankee players are going to get one hundred percent if they're voting. If, if, if A-Rod were to get one hundred percent. Oh, I would. I would <laughs> then like, like, okay. literally. Then I'd be like, it's not a theory anymore. Rocket someone. Then I'd be like, okay, okay, Jax, it's not. A, it's not a theory anymore. You actually were right. <laughs> if Arod gets elected to the Hall of Fame as his first ballot, on his first like chance, there's conspiracies with the Yankees that they're gonna let any Yankees with greatness get in. That dude does not even deserve to be considered in the conversation. He he got suspended for an entire year of baseball, and he brought sh- he brought dishonor to this great game. I don't know what you're talking about. Like that, that, that. Watch, watch. That's gonna happen. What next year? Two years from now? I think it's two years from yeah, now. Yeah, he. Pfft, watch. He's probably gonna get. He's probably gonna get elected in. This, this guy's done more steroids than freaking. He's likable. Yeah. yeah. That's why. And then Roger Clemens or something. Well, and then if you notice, like Barry Bonds, is, the last couple of years has been a lot nicer. Yeah, well, and now and now his time is running out for to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and now he might be elected into the Hall of Fame. I really hope he does. You hope he does? Yeah, the Hall of Fame is supposed to be like honoring the best players. Okay. Barry Bonds is one of the best players ever. Okay. Was he a jerk? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. He really was. But no, but psh, Barry Bonds, the greatest left-handed hitter, not named Ted Williams and Tony Gwynn. Mm. Yeah, I said it. He might be better than Ken Griffey Jr. as a hitter. Barry Bonds? Yeah. Uh, okay. It, oh, this is debatable. Uh, yeah, I don't it's think a good, he's it's a better a good... hitter than Tony Gwynn. Tony no, no, Gwynn that's just... the best one sin- not named Ted Williams and Tony Gwynn. Oh, sorry. I think he might, might, I think he might, he might have been a better hitter than, than Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. Like, that's well, a fun debate. That's a fun one. Yeah, it is. Well, you know. Yeah. 
that's that's one where it's just like you're not really diminishing each legacy as a, as hitters. You're just talking about greatness and who you prefer. But anyways, yeah, the conspiracy that Mike Trout. It, nah, I, I just favorited. Like, yeah, I just I, I don't find that as a conspiracy. I just think it is favoritism. Okay, that's all it is. It's favoritism. And you're just gonna favor the guy who puts up amazing numbers all the time, and as you cannot say one awful thing about him. You, you can say awful things about his team, but not yeah. about Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah, his team. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, one sports conspiracy thing, conspiracy theory that I, I always find fascinating. Is what? The Phantom Punch. Oh, Ali, that's... Um, Ali Liston 2. Right, 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 right. Now, I always find that one interesting just because... So, tell people what, what happened okay, again. So, so that, in case so, they don't know. Then champion, who, who then be, changed his name to Muhammad Ali, was to fight a rematch against the guy he took the title from, Sonny Liston. Right. But there was going to be a lot of controversy going into the fight because... Cassius Clay, who when he turned to Muhammad Ali, announced that he is now a member of the Nation of Islam. This yeah. is, remember, this is the 60s. Yeah, yeah. Very polarizing times. He's, at, he's, he's draft dodging, and, I and thought, he's very I, outspo- I thought I thought something happened with his, uh, with his knee or something. His knee? I don't know. That was Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Why did he say he wasn't going to sign up, or he wasn't? Why did they say he say he was draft dodging? Didn't he, didn't so he, he give a specific so he was, reason? So he, he said he was, he was, he was, yeah, he was eligible for the draft, and he said he's not going, he's not going to go to the draft. He's not going to enter the, the U.S. Army because of his religious beliefs as a Muslim where you're not allowed to kill. Oh. And th- that, is, that is true. Yeah. You're, there's, there's, they, just like the Ten Commandments, you're supposed to honor life, and you know, thou shalt not kill. So he, he, he's, he's a man of his word that he doesn't believe in killing people, and that's what stirred up his, his uh, debate for the Supreme Court, but... But, anyways, he at the time that wasn't that came that comes later. But at the time, he is a new, a new member of the Nation of Islam, and he's kind of the new face of the Nation of Islam. And a lot of people who do not like it fear that that is basically that's that that is that that was a group that was going to cause anarchy. Mm-hmm. So they they they're pretty. A lot of people were scared of that group. A lot of people were scared of the nation. So. Okay. So they were kind of scared for Ali's, Ali's safety could have been in jeopardy by people who wanted to get to get rid of the Nation of Islam. And Sonny Liston's life was in jeopardy because, because of the Nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. These were the stories were. So they chose a remote location. In like I forgot where the, where the fight took place. In like the New England area, that's where the fight took place. <laughs> Not a big arena. But it was still going to be a, a worthy event to watch, especially because... The first fight, no one thought Ali had a chance against Sonny Liston. And Sonny Liston was a bad dude. Was a bad, bad dude. Okay. So, but in going into the rematch, what, some people thought one of these fighters was going to die before they make it into the ring. Okay. Yeah, so well, they, before some, the ring. Yeah, so before some, the ring. Yeah, so before going into the ring. Not, not, not literally walking in, but some people thought one, one of these guys is going to die. Yeah. And people thought if Liston, some people speculated if Liston won, he was going to be killed by the, by the nation. And remember, the Nation of Islam, you know, set up for Malcolm X to die. Mm-hmm. So they were capable, so, you know, they were kind of, they were capable of making Sonny Liston disappear. Now, the reason this fight is also, brought, is also very controversial is because it ended in one round. Yep. And 
you know, Ali's doing what he does best. You know, he's going to stay on the outside, balls of his feet, popping that, flicking that jab, keeping Sonny Liston away from him. And as he's, as he's, you know, he plants his feet for a split second, throws, throws a nice flickering jab, and then out of nowhere comes a right hand, straight down the middle, and Sonny Liston goes down. And that famous picture, Ali just looking at him and telling him to get up. You know, that's, that's where the famous picture comes from. Mm-hmm. Just him looking down. He, but he was yelling to get up, get up. And, you know, Sonny Liston reluctantly gets up, but then Ali just throws a few more punches and the fight's over. A lot of people thought no punch landed. What, when, Sonny, he, when, he, when he went down? Yeah, when he went down. Sonny Liston took a dive. He took a dive. He took a dive. He went down. And it was, some people speculated that it was going to be because he went down because of the Nation of Islam. Other people speculated that he actually bet on, him to, on himself to lose and was going to take that money to pay back you know, mobsters and drug dealers mm-hmm. that he was in debt to. And you know what? Like, I don't... And, uh, yeah, so a lot of people think that there was no punch landed. And there are not that many cameras compared to now when you had a sporting event. So all the footage that you have of Ali landing the punch, it's not the best angle to see if he lands something, but you can tell that he landed a punch. Is that what you believe? No, he, you can tell he landed a punch. Okay. Now what people, and even Ali didn't like, is that the punch wasn't even that hard. And Liston went down like he was dazed. Like, oh yeah, my he, he, he took, went down took like a, a, He took a monstrous right hand. Like a, like a bag of bricks. And he was, you know, like he was looking like he was trying to. He was trying to sell the fact that he was hurt. He didn't know where he was. Yeah. And he gets up. And he kind of got up. That he did. It looked like Sonny Liston to me. It just looks like he had the body language of a guy who knew he was not going to be able to win that fight. Yeah. Okay. Of a guy who quits mentally because, like, man, I already fought him once. I couldn't touch him. And then it was proven that he he cheated in the first fight where they tried to like put something on the gloves to, like to blind him like in a clinch. Mm-hmm. Where Orlando jab and like you know like his eyes would be stinging, couldn't beat him, got his butt whooped, and then in the second fight, man, is it just gonna be more of the same the same of the, the first fight? So like why, like man, like I I can't, I can't win. And Sonny Liston also you know had his own personal problems in life where actually Showtime just made a new documentary, came up with a new documentary about him, which I'm actually gonna gonna watch because his, his, his life is way more interesting yeah but yeah so pe- some people thought that a lot of people think that there was a dive that took place for Sonny Liston to lose like the way he did and because he just lost so easily they oh Sonny took a dive yeah okay which now and anytime someone wins a little too easily or you know like yeah a big time figure wins so easily so lot of, he took they, a dive. They, those those casual fans out there that speculate oh that guy took a dive maybe Sonny took a dive I honestly think he just didn't want to fight. Yeah. And it's okay. Like, it's okay to admit true. that, you know, like, like, man, like, I just can't beat this guy. I'm not going to put, I'm not going to just, you know, basically, you know, go through with this. I already, I'm already going to get my money. And, you know, he already had other problems to deal with, with a lot of mobsters and drug dealers. Oh, also, <laughs> whether he, whether the way he died, was it a suicide or was it, was he drugged to death? That's, that's actually a different whole that's theory, a whole different thing. Conspiracy theory on its own, which is super interesting because, man, that guy had a crazy life. Yeah, okay. That's, that's, one, that's one thing I like to look back on because it's, it's always just interesting, like, all the circumstances that led into it. And 
that led, led to these conspiracy theories. And it's just because, you know, like, man, these, these guys could have... You could have made a conspiracy theory on, like, one of them being dead yeah. before or right after the fight. Okay. And now there's the conspiracy theory is the fight. That's interesting. Like, all the news is about everything but the fight. And now there's a picture that perfectly captures, captures the fight. Which is one of the greatest, probably the greatest picture taken in the history of sports. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so now, now because mostly because of that fight, now we had like these all these like rumors and like uh, theories that oh, such and such took a dive. Like recently, Canelo just won and became a, a light heavyweight champion. Yeah. I'm. I still. I'm not a huge fan of him. Still, but, you know, he won. He he got a good knockout. A lot of people think that his opponent Sergey Kovalev took a dive. That all like. Like when the way he the way like because Canelo was a smaller fighter and because Canelo hasn't really knocked anybody out at the elite level at his own weight and like people think Kovalev took that dive or because Kovalev, oh, Kovalev was winning the fight and you know Canelo had a couple had a few rounds to take him out so you know the Golden Boy made sure that he took a dive no he didn't Kovalev went to the hospital because <laughs> he was out that man was hurt. He, that is, it was it was not a dive, but th- these. So it's always interesting when like these rumors or like, theories come up. Like, oh, did you ever see? Did you see that fight? No, that guy took a dive. Yeah. Fine. All right, that's gonna do it for us here at uh, WSJU St. John's University. It's been fun here on the Double J's podcast. Uh, we'll see everybody. Uh, are we here next Wednesday? Do we, mm. No, we're not. Right? We no, don't. we're not. Okay, so we're unfortunately we, we do have to take a two week hiatus. For Thanksgiving, and uh, we wish everybody um, a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you guys in two weeks. And a happy Black Friday, in case you're one of those people that likes to go out and shop. Yeah, you know, not spend it at home with the fam. You know what I've noticed, too? People say happy holidays, like around Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, because... Thanksgiving's the only holiday right now. Yeah, yeah, but people don't... There are a lot of people that don't celebrate Thanksgiving. But it's not... You just say happy holiday, not days. Yeah, but you know, it's not Christmas, huh? Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, yeah, and people, New Year's all in the same week. Yeah, people, but people, people don't. But then after that, you have to prepare for that. So all instead, right. of, instead of saying happy, instead of saying happy Thanksgiving, a happy whatever after, like just happy holidays. All right. And at the same time, not everybody here, not everybody in the country celebrates Thanksgiving. So like, just skip over it. All right. Well, they should. All right. Bye, everybody. No, we'll they see. Well, okay. Whatever. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Let me do the sign off. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Okay. Bye.